Neil Gaiman, Terry Pratchett, Neil Gaiman wrote the book. Uh, Terry Pratchett's passed away, but Neil Gaiman pretty much stays very much in contact with the stuff that's being created on TV. Uh, so I think that helps a lot. Um, yeah, there's only two instances I can think of where the movies were better than the books. And that's uh, Ender's Game and The Dark Tower. <laughs> you just, did that just, just to piss me off, pushing my buttons. Happy pushing birthday. my buttons. Uh, Ready Player One. <laughs> yeah, you should have mentioned Ready Player One. Ender's Game and Ready Player One. That would have been like the double, uh, double oh, yeah. combo. Ready, of Ready Player bad. One book. You might want to get a left better. hook over here. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna, I'm going to catch them hands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, clap those cheeks. <laughs> Three, two, one. Gamers and geeks, welcome to Ogre. Old Guys Geekly Review, episode 49. 49. Almost coincided with my birthday. Almost, almost. We're close. So next week will be the golden episode. The golden episode. Yeah. Of the golden shower. 50-50. Yes. Yes, we go. We brought a very, very special guest with us today. Big Dilly. Big Dilly. Yeah, big Dilly. Here, number one. Yeah. yeah. Number one Dilly. Big yeah, D I, in JD's house is the place to be. <laughs> too much D. I talk too much trash about Tears of the Kingdom and Summon yeah, Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> the wrath is going to come down hard this episode. <laughs> yeah, Big D's going to give us the uh, the down low on what he thinks about uh, Tears of the Kingdom, somebody who's actually finished it. So we're looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. Uh, should we hop into it? Yeah, yeah, let's let's go ahead and just jump into things. Alright, let's go Get into movies. movies. Alright. Uh got any news for us? Uh I've got news. I haven't watched anything new. Have you seen anything new? Um the last couple of things I watched were Into the Spider Verse and The Machine. But I... those have both like left theaters now and kinda of in between right. streaming yeah. and well, give well, us a, give us your quick two cents. Um, so I think the machine was better than I thought it was going to be. Mm. And I think is definitely worth a watch or maybe even worth a purchase. That's um, the stand-up comedy. Yeah. That's from Burt Kreischer. Yeah. yeah. He's a stand-up comedian and he's doing like his, uh, sequel to like the machine story and like, I don't know. It, yeah. it was pretty good. Um, was Mark Hamill in that? Mark Hamill yeah. was his dad and they go like, I don't know, get taken to like back to Russia and Good stuff Lord. and yeah. So it's like an actual is there is it stand up at all or is it no, just No 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 it's, it's like a legit movie? film like so like it goes into like his him telling the machine story and then he's like in the machine he's like robbing people on the train. Okay. And so <laughs> and then so they make it so like he robbed somebody and like took a watch or something and it was like really important and so they're like, that's him. We have to go like kidnap him and get him to get him, get us back to watch. Yeah. And so they kidnap him, bring him back to Russia, and shenanigans ensue. <laughs> that's all fake and stuff, but it's actually based on that real true story of him robbing a train when he was uh, in Russia. Oh, holy when crap. he was in college. Oh god. <laughs> and so it's really it's really fun. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. I I saw I saw the when it came out, and I thought, oh, Mark Hamill's in it. Sounds pretty cool. Um, didn't do as well in theaters as I think I had hoped, but no, and I really had low expectations for it, mm-hmm. um, and so it kind of like surprised me, which is kind of the opposite of Into the Spider Verse, where I had had super high expectations yeah. and it kind of let me down. Uh, so, 
it was flip-flopped kind of there. Eh. Yeah, Across the Spider-Verse is still number two for the year. Oh, yeah, Across the Spider-Verse, yeah. Really? What what was number one? Mario. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I should have known that. I I need to at least pretend like I'm in a podcast. Well, is is Barbie going (laughs) to knock that off the list? I mean, it seemed like Uh, Barbie was a huge success over this last weekend. So this weekend, the the Barbieheimer double billing just, like, blew... Yeah. results out of the water it's the fourth biggest movie weekend ever good lord so it the only three above it are the weekend that uh endgame came out mm-hmm. infinity wars came out and force awakens for star wars Jeez. so barbie oppenheimer is fourth out of after those three so, barbara heimer yeah barbenheimer <laughs> and then disney <laughs> the big mouse and barbie are going at good. it huh it's I, That'll be, my new Barb. That'll be my new Barb's name. Well, yeah, I mean, it's Barb like, the, I heard it was like the number one female-directed movie of all time. Yeah, oh, yeah. like yeah. by like 50 million. So yeah. previously it was Wonder Woman. Okay. And so Wonder Woman brought in like 103 million for its first weekend, and Barbie brought in 162. Wow. So like huge, yeah. huge blowout for female director. Damn. Um, so far, Barbie has already beaten John Wick. Nice. Wow. Yes, the entire in the theaters. Yeah, the, the financial the run. In, the financial, <laughs> the financials of of Barbie. Not talking about quality here. Just talking about financials. Oh, I not hand to hand combat for sure. Oh, right. Those guys are gonna beat you off. <laughs> that was in the trailers. That's the thing. They're, they're gonna gonna beat you off by. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. May, may, maybe Barbie bring John Wick to his climax. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Ken can really beat off John Wick. I think. <laughs> John Wick chapter sixty nine. Yeah, yeah, but it, it is. It's hard for me to imagine the fact that Barbie, and it's been out like what four or five days, has already made more money than John Wick in its entire run. I've I've heard nothing but positives about it. I'm I'm yeah. honestly I'm thinking about going to see it. Well. And I think it's a lot has to do with actual females showing up to the movie because I heard mm. like those Wonder Woman and well, what was the other one? Uh, those the female directed top one like uh, well, that was Captain mostly a, Marvel was big, but it was co-directed. But so mm. I think, but those are mostly male audiences still, and yeah. so like yeah. I don't know, the women actually showing up for their own movies is actually pretty good. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, I I'm curious I'm what what do you guys think about the fact that it's done so well? How do you think this will affect movies going forward? So I was I was really concerned because we got the um, what was it the emoji movie that was just terrible. We 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 went to go see it for my son's birthday when it came out, and um, so when they start like doing Pac Man movies and Barbie movies and Transformers, GI Joe, they took a like I didn't enjoy the GI Joes, and I was looking yeah. forward to those. Yeah. Um, I feel like it opens the gate for a lot more like 80s IPs and toy lines and stuff that they can do this with. I just hope that they do it right. Um, I'm hopeful for the future. We've come a long way from the Emoji movie. Like Mario, they did amazingly. Barbie sounds like it's doing really good. I hope they continue that trend uh, with anything else that they're... Because I I know that they... Is the Tetris movie out already? I haven't seen that. Was that any good? Like they're they're, they're just... Uh, I'm not sure where it fell. Okay, yeah. Uh, Well, it seems like... Because Barbie seems like a very stylized, like its own thing. Like they allow, were allowed a creative direction, and they just ran with it. Like, yeah, you know, like 
Whereas, you know, the Emoji movie, I saw the trailers for that, and I was like, wow, look at this fucking cash grab. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's all I could see. And I was it like, was this bad. is just a movie by committee. Yeah. And let's just pull, try to pull people, like, you know, buzzword, 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 this right. and that. And it's yeah. like, um, no, like, where you actually allow somebody's creative vision and allow it to happen, like, that's where it's coming in. I think that's kind of the downfall of Marvel right now is, like, yeah. James Gunn, was allowed to create his vision yeah. and execute it the way he wanted, and it's a masterpiece. Yes, much, much the rest of this other, other stuff, stuff is yeah. just falling flat. Well, and if you look at Flash, they decided to do so many little cameos and stuff, and that didn't help the movie at all. Was that Urza Miller's shenanigans, though? I'm sure that hurt too. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, definitely. I I think that it's going to have Barbie and Oppenheimer both mm-hmm. are going to have an effect in the sense that. It's going to both help and hurt like superhero stuff. Yeah. I have a feeling Warner Brothers, probably even Disney, even though Disney was thinking about this months ago, uh, I think they're going to cut back budgets for those type of movies. Hmm. When when Warner Brothers can make Barbie and come out with this as yeah. opposed to making The Flash, mm-hmm. um, I just feel like more of their budget and yeah. and stuff is going to go towards more creative individual endeavors instead of superhero stuff at this point. Um, well, it begs the question, what what kind of movie would you like to see them make? Like like, like an obscure 80s IP or 70s IP or something? What I, would you like? I think, I'm much like Dylan in the fact that I think as long as the creative direct, direction is good, the, the actual characters kind of drive that as opposed to the plot Mm -hmm. i think marvel's fallen into the pitfall of the plot is directing the movies not the interest of the characters yeah right yeah 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 i think that's kind of well this is going into tv but kind of shown with secret invasion it's like they're trying to get through this stuff and they're just slamming it through yeah jamming it down our throats and i was like you had so much room to grow and intrigue and this and you're just slamming this storyline down our throat and like not giving it time to breathe and actually do its stuff plot doesn't matter nearly as much as characters you have to be interested in the characters in order to enjoy the experience right Yeah. yeah um whereas like you know, I'd like to see more movies. Like if you watched uh, Game Night, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Um, oh yeah. yeah, that was like a really good, um, <laughs> you know, Jason Bateman yeah. and stuff. Like it was so funny, and it was like had such well acted, like well, oh, yeah. well. Yeah. Game uh, Night was was amazing. The story, like, and and like, then they followed that up with Dungeons and Dragons, yeah, yeah. And which was, was really a great movie. Yeah. yeah, that's another one that's like this is such a fresh take, and it's great, and it's awesome like tag that was another good oh, like yeah. buddy comedy yeah. one where it's like i was really missing those kind of like back in the early 2000s with like the wedding crashers and mm. like that kind of phenomenon and like pineapple express like those kind of you know comedy action mm. you know like those i think are the mm. movies that i really enjoy like even like road trip or something you know like uh you know like that the little bus kids, whatever. The Tom Green? Yeah, 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 the snake yeah. and stuff. Like, <laughs> you know, it doesn't need to be, like, as raunchy as that might have been, but, like... Uh, yeah, yeah I, I agree. Think, I, I think, agree. you know, we're getting all a little superhero fatigued, <clears throat> kind of like back in the, what, 40s and 50s with all the damn westerns. Yeah. Uh, like, we're kind of in that phase where... I don't where know if it's superhero fatigue so much as um, just 
plot fatigue. Well, they're running out of ideas yeah. and just shoving characters at us for no reason. I don't know if that. I don't know if they're running out of because they got unlimited ideas to pull from. They're just not executing them. Yeah, maybe. Very well. It's almost like the higher ups don't give a shit. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, like like I said, movies by committee instead yeah. of movies oh, yeah, by yeah, directors, yeah, right, right? right? Like they yeah. have it to pull from, but maybe Kevin Feige is just like not yeah. doing his magic anymore. He's a banker now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that sucks. I don't know. Yeah. That's just my take on the movies. Well, recently. it'll be interesting, particularly with the the actor strike, the writer strike, to mm-hmm. see where movies go at this point. I, I think for a while, uh, if this might be the end. This might really be the end of the this last decade of superhero stuff. Oh God. Yeah, they could just scrap all of all of the future phases. It, who knows? Yeah, Ugh. it's entirely possible. Ugh. Well, should we head into the movie news? Uh, we should mention that Haunted Mansion is out next weekend. I don't. I think we're going to have another weekend of uh, Barbieheimer. Oh, Ninja Turtles, man! Ninja Turtles <laughs> going to be no. That's one. Is that Wednesday? That's is next it, Wednesday. Is it coming out? I thought that was just a disc release. or August second, I believe, is when it's coming. Oh, the Seth Rogen one. Really? Okay, I didn't see that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Some maybe. I want to say it was. I don't. I don't know. I thought it was. Maybe you're right. So look for Haunted Mansion. Look for Ninja Turtles coming up soon. Yeah, you know what? I got it. When does Ninja Turtles hit theaters? Here's what I found. Oh, Siri, you're worthless. August 2nd, 2023. <laughs> oh, okay. So we got both of those. Do you think they'll have any chance of coming out on top? I am hoping that this Ninja Turtles movie is really good. But with the, with the cast and the soundtrack, or... Uh, God, who, uh, Trent Reznor's doing the score for it. I'm like, I'm so stoked for this. I, I can't even tell you. It's gonna have to really pull. It's got some tough competition this weekend. I will go yeah. see it personally five times. <laughs> just, on Saturday. just to boost the, yes. the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for movie news, we got Robert England suggested Kevin Bacon be the next Freddy Krueger, and Kevin Bacon is on board. I can see that. He, I, he does I like some it. horror stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, wasn't he in like the first Friday the Thirteenth? Kevin Bacon. Oh, he might have been one of the teens. I think, I think oh. he was. Uh, yeah, you might be right about yeah. that. So but he was be... good in that, like, Invisible Man. Oh, Hollow Man. Yeah. Hollow Man. Man. Yes, dude, that's one yeah. of my favorites. He just that... plays such a good creep. Yeah, he is a good creeper. Yeah. Uh, and then we got news on the Borderlands movie that's releasing on August 9th, 2024, so that's just over a year away. And I'm I'm, I'm still a huge Borderlands fan. Yeah. So. Even uh, after Wonderlands, I still am, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm having a hard time seeing that transition onto the big screen, I guess. I'm not sure, because I'm not sure about the casting choices on some of them, but... Just the feel of it has got to be... It's so zany and weird and kind of... I don't know. To to translate that onto screen... It's gonna be hard, but maybe they'll just, they filmed it all on a Snapchat filter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we head into television? Yeah. All right. Television. Uh, so watching what what I'm watching is uh, Always Sunny. I'm current on Always Sunny in Philadelphia now, and it is it is continues to be awesome. Nice. Um, so what I like what they're doing is they're starting to merge like real life events with the show. So re- remember, uh, I don't know, maybe a half a year ago where the chess player got busted for mm-hmm. using the vibrating anal beads. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they did that to Frank, and uh, that shit had me in tears. Oh, my God. It was, it was hilarious. <laughs> um, and then What We Do in the Shadows, I'm current on that now, too, and that, man, that, that show is just, it's still so good. So I watched the first season of it. <laughs> yeah. 
and Sarah loves it. And I am a very mixed emotions about it. And let me tell you, let me tell you why. So you may have heard of this thing. Um, uh, what is it, what is it called? Uh, porn. And, <laughs> and, and you know, most people like porn. Right. Yeah. So, so here I am, and this is my analogy for for why I'm on the fence about what we do in the shadows. Okay. So, even though most people like porn, mm-hmm. there there's that moment where it doesn't quite fit, like walking in on your parents. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so you know, that's like my version of how I experience what we do in the shadows. It's it's like comedy, where I feel like I've walked in on my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You might have just ruined that show for me. <laughs> and it it is brilliant. Some of the uh. humor in it and comedy is just amazing, but I feel so uncomfortable watching it. I can't enjoy it. And it's just insane because I'm like, I, I know this is funny, but I just feel dirty and wrong and <laughs> we'll have to get you one of those applause lights or cheer lights. <laughs> While you watch it, what, what, like, what example? But it's for me, any comedy that's done in that style, the documentary kind of style, makes me because I'm so empathetic and I connect with so people's motions so well yeah. i just feel embarrassed for them <laughs> um, stephanie has that same feeling i think trying to watch the office yeah like, uh-huh. like watching steve carell act like a jackass yeah. is too cringy for her uh-huh. to watch so same she like me. can't handle it oh my god that shit is like the most hilarious oh, things for but me she, yeah she's like i can't stand this like yeah why can't this guy get his shit together and it's like because that's <laughs> I, the I funny know. part i know and See, like... intellectually, intellectually i know just like i know people would probably like to watch my parents going at it, but not me. <laughs> it doesn't work for me. So, so the, uh, so intellectually the comedy for me is golden. Yeah. God, when they brought in the vampire council and you had Paul Rubens and oh God, yeah. uh, Tilda Swinton and Danny Trejo and, and uh, Dave Batista. And I was, I was just like, Oh God. And oh, the third the episode, Daywalker. Yeah. And, and Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Wasn't he there on oh, Skype? God, he was, he was. And, and the third episode where they're having the werewolf vampire fight and he's looking over his chest of, of weapons and he picks up the squeezy toy and throws it over the, the side of the roof oh my god it was so funny but I, I, I'm I so embarrassed for everybody in that show I can't enjoy it so are you are you gonna go are you gonna continue watching it or because Sarah loves it so yeah. much yeah I, I will watch it and and deal with my embarrassing feelings. I am it. so happy I am not affected by that at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I can't enjoy any show like that because oh. I I just feel embarrassed for the people <laughs> in the cast. Well, it's kind of like horror movies. Like I don't know. Like I don't. I'm not a big fan of horror movies. It's like I know it's fake and like whatever. It's, I'll get over it and I don't like feeling scared or whatever. Mm. But I just don't enjoy that feeling. And so like, why am I going to put myself through that? So yeah. kind of like you. Like why why am I feeling this cringe for half an hour i can just not watch this and not feel this cringe <laughs> i guess scripted stuff when it's like that i know it's fake so i don't connect emotionally yeah but with the documentary style i'm just I, I, it's just so much i just like, can't handle it i'm like oh god these people these poor people <laughs> 
right on. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that it got that bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Uh, so I got a lot of shows that I could. Uh, I could. That's why. You with. That's why I haven't watched a lot of those shows that you're like, oh, this is so great, and I'm like, I, I can't handle that. <laughs> I must watch a lot of shows like that. I'm now. Now I'm starting to realize some stuff about myself. <laughs> you got no empathy, man. No yeah. empathy. <laughs> Uh, uh, watched the first episode of Futurama. Yes. Oh, yeah. so did I. I, I. That's on my list. So, what what do you think? Um, I am a little concerned, I guess, about it. Like, mm. it's it was good. I laughed probably out loud four or five times. So yeah. that's maybe laugh per minute's okay. But the first episode was a little too meta for me. Yeah. Mm. Um, even though they even addressed that it was that like never reboot a show <laughs> if you don't come back with quality content or something yeah. like that. So I'll give it a few more episodes and see if it can leave that crap behind. Mm. Um, yeah, Cause like, I'm... that's kind of what I had a problem with. Like the fourth matrix movie, like it was good, but it's also like meta and like talking about rebooting and stuff. And yeah. It's like so dumb. Like you're breaking the immersion and I don't like this. I felt the same way. And in, in the sense that I kind of want them to just like scrub the first few episodes and just get, done with all of that and maybe it'll find its footing again yeah i want to see the side adventures where they go to a robot planet for no reason yeah. or whatever um yeah don't ever fucking mention fulu again um, <laughs> did you watch it no i haven't seen it yet. okay so yeah they're like trying to reboot all of my circuits in the show like yeah. the robot calculon show uh-huh. and they try to get put it on a streaming service called Fulu. And it's so, I was like, okay, this is so dumb. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, once uh, maybe they get into their stride and they get past this kind of stuff, yeah. it, it might I'm hoping it's only one episode. Cause if it's not, I'm going to be furious. I'll probably give it a couple, but yeah, I think, uh, maybe it's got legs later on yeah. right now. It's kind of faltering. I thought, I think they like the best way that show could have came back is if Fry had accidentally cryogenically frozen everybody. Like he did to himself oh, to start and, the show, and, and maybe they'd ended up in another future or something. Yeah, that might have been what they needed. Some, yeah, that would have been cool as hell. Um, you watched anything else? Uh, Secret Invasion, but we kind of already talked about it. We'll yeah. give uh, we'll give a big review next week. Okay, since the finals today. Like I said, I think the best uh, part of episode five was the song on the radio. Did you yeah. even see that? Did you, I, guys, did you guys listen I, to the song? I, don't, I, don't I haven't yet. Man. I haven't yet. Okay, that's why I linked you guys because it's like it's my new favorite genre of music is like uh, UK grime music. Yeah, and it's like yeah, this weird British rap and the, the fact that she was listening to it like Nick Fury was not having it like made me <laughs> laugh pretty hard and I I really liked that. that. That's cool. Actually, um, her the actress I, I forget her name. She's probably the best part of Secret Invasion. Yeah. Was it Amelia Clark? No. no. Is it? Oh. Um, the the older lady spy. The, yeah. Basically the, I probably don't know who she is yet. She's actually she, won an awards. I think she's a an Academy Award winner. Was she in the uh, first I episode? Can't, I can't think I of her name. I think she was. Yeah. Oh, yeah she like was? she cap- okay. she captured uh Fury and he like bugged the owl. Oh yeah. Like yeah. that lady. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um God, I can't think I can't place the face right now, but uh Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll be uh I'll be binging it probably tonight. The rest of it. Uh, you watch anything else this week for um, television? I just watched the episode of um, 
Invincible Adam Eve. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot to put that on. Yeah. yeah um. So I, I don't know if that's just a one episode thing or if it's going to be okay. So and that was really good. I you know I am jonesing for more Invincible and that yeah. had exactly what I want. Well, and it. You're in luck. They did drop the release date for October the second season. 2nd or something. Uh, October 3rd? November third. Oh. Yeah, it, yeah, I'm looking forward to season two. And it, they did a pretty it was for uh, they did a much better job reintroducing things than I think Futurama did, because it it told a story that needed to be told, uh, just to kind of get your interest. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like the voice acting was all on point. Yeah. I, I love uh, Keith David. Uh, oh yeah, like the uh, the pentagon head of the mm. pentagon the black guy mm-hmm. he's got that s- deep voice that just got that grab wasn't he goliath in gargoyles i don't know maybe yeah i think maybe. so he, he does have that uh, like a really yeah oh he's also the president in uh rick and morty yeah, rick yeah. And morty. There we yeah. Go. Uh-huh. yeah um yeah so that was really good and then i yeah well i watched the teaser trailer trailer for invincible and that looks really good oh yeah and man they just put up all those mm. names and it's like oh this could be so how do they get all this voice cast it's so nuts um for movie or tv news we got ryan reynolds he's uh he's made his own channel now called maximum effort channel it's available <laughs> on plex and I checked it out. It seems like mostly like um, comedy skit shows, kids in the hall. Okay. Uh, it feels like it's got a Canadian vibe to it. Uh, a lot of sitcoms and stuff. Apparently, so is this what he's doing on the strike? Is just kind of dicking around with this? Probably. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. But he's also planning on resurrecting Alf. <laughs> of and, course. And biker mice from Mars, <laughs> and putting it on the Maximum Effort channel. That's, so that's awesome. Yeah, that's I'm awesome. pretty stoked about that. Uh, Invincible season two, November third again. Uh, let's see. Nickelodeon has just got the rights back to the '80s Ninja Turtles cartoon, so they're going to start airing that again, which yeah. I'm excited for. Yeah, the big DVD release is coming out soon this oh, week, next wait. week, where they they've got the whole thing. That's going to awesome. be amazing. I uh, got a teaser for The Walking Dead: The Ones Who Live, and that's the spinoff with Michonne and Rick, and it should release in 2024. Uh, Gen V, the boy spinoff, releases September 29th. And Archer's last season begins airing August 30th. Cool. Yeah, that's all I got so, for you. You guys want to put bets on whether or not this is actually the last season of Archer? They, <laughs> they've said it like three different times. Yeah. Have they? Yeah. I'm, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping it does because it doesn't... After the coma, it doesn't feel the same at oh, all. Oh, no. Not at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, well, we, we have a very big release week. So they saved it. They saved the best for my birthday week. Oh yeah. Nice. So uh, tomorrow, season four of Harley Quinn. Okay. Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah. I, I love, didn't even know. Love that show. Yeah, that show is great. Uh, also tomorrow, Twisted Metal. Oh shit! Yeah. Good lord, that's out already. <laughs> yeah, that's on Peacock. That looked good. That looked good. And so and then also tomorrow, Witcher season three. Okay. Netflix. Yeah, that's the second part, right? Yeah, it must be. Okay. Yeah. So to finish up, and uh, Friday, Good Omens season two. Oh yeah, I like uh, I like the Prime. first. Yeah, the first season was a, a pleasant surprise. Uh, I did not watch that or read the book because it was a book. Yes, first right. Yeah, did Terry Pratchett. Oh yeah, yeah, that was one of my favorite books growing up. And it's a good rendition, or yes, I I mean you know like most books, I would say the book is better, yeah. uh, but they do a really good job. Um, Neil Gaiman, Terry Pratchett, Neil Gaiman wrote the book. Uh, Terry Pratchett's passed away, but Neil Gaiman pretty much stays 
very much in contact with the stuff that's being created on TV. Uh, so I think that helps a lot. Um, yeah, there's only two instances I can think of where the movies were better than the books. And that's uh, Ender's Game and The Dark Tower. <laughs> you just, that just, <laughs> just to piss me off. Pushing my buttons. Have pushing my buttons. Uh, Ready Player One. <laughs> yeah, you should have mentioned Ready Player One. Ender's Game and Ready Player One. That would have been like the double, uh, double oh, yeah. combo. Ready, of Ready Player One book. You might want to get a left better. hook over here. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna, I'm going to catch them hands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, clap those cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got for TV. All right, let's head into anime. All right, I haven't watched anything. Have you? Oh, I know. Well, That's we'll keep it. Question. We'll keep it short since this is Dylan's least favorite section here. So, <laughs> you don't. So want, you don't, you don't we'll like keep, anime? Well, I, I don't see any printed off pictures of waifus, so uh, I don't really oh, care. Oh, oh, <laughs> I, didn't oh. I didn't bring the good stuff. <laughs> the visual time. aids. We uh, need on this one. So I watched two Esekai, my uh, my Esekai life. Uh, which is a very OP action oriented uh, shonen kind of thing. Isn't that where the 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 character gets sucked in, but isn't overpowered, but somebody else is? Is that the one? No, that's no. Um, like uh, my sister and her one hit kills or something. Oh, okay, yeah. There, there's so many. There <laughs> are so many. Oh my god. Uh, the other one I watched was Farming Life in Another World. Which is definitely more laid back, but still OP. Yeah. He's like an OP farmer where he's got, <laughs> and it's it's like super harem. He's getting he's getting all these like angels and vampire chicks and and you That's, know elf girls yeah. and super harem, super harem. Farming. Sounds like it's yeah. up my alley. Yeah, so they're they're doing the farming life there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so two different types of esekai. That, that's they're both in their their dubs. So. Farming Life has two left, two dubs left. Right. I'll have to watch that one. What's that one out. on? That one, they're both on high dive. Oh, shit. But I can get you copies if uh, you want. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you I, know a guy. I, I know I know how to get it to you. <laughs> so I can I can let you try it out. All right. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Any uh, any news in the anime? No, no. We've got our our season has started. It's in production. Nothing, nothing big's come up. Um there is one big the, thing. Oh well, yeah, I'm sure there's there's some. I, stuff and this caught out. my eye. Okay, right. lay it on me. Lay All right, Adult Swim has ordered an anime series from the creator of Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo. And uh, let's see, it's going to be animated by Studio Mappa, who gave us Chainsaw Man yeah. in the latest seasons of Attack on Titan. Yeah, so a good studio. Yeah, yeah. So it should be good animation. And have you seen Cowboy Bebop or Samurai Champloo? Uh, I've heard of Cowboy Bebop, but I've never watched it. Yeah, um, those, those are definitely two anime where if you're looking to get into anime, yes. those yeah. would That's be good recommendations. Gateway anime. Yeah, gateway anime. <laughs> well, gateway anime right the, there. The one that I love is uh, Arcane. Has there been any news oh, on oh, that yeah. yet? Lately? Actually, I think there was some news. Was was there? I don't know Do for sure, but I thought it came up. Or anything? I don't. Or... I don't know yet. I will look it up after the podcast. All right. All right. Yeah. You, you know, well, season one was like. L- my let me know next week. Year. I'll be listening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, heading to video games. Video games. All right. Um. So I'm just gonna cover what I've been playing. Uh, caved. Uh, I caved in and bought Street Fighter Six, the special edition. Went on sale. Got it for like a hundred dollars off. Um. And then a few days later, I ordered the Mayflash F500. Uh, it's a fight stick, so that should be in the mail today. I'm pretty nice. happy. Yeah, 
Uh, and, Logan. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's so that's all I've been playing. Um, JD, you want to hit what you've been playing first? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's let's let Dylan have his time in the sun. All right, we, Dylan. All right. We've been waiting. Well, okay. We've been waiting well, for this well, review. Be first, gentle. Well, first I'll say like I. I do play Splatoon 3, so I'm a Splatoon guy. That's like one of my shooters that I like to play. And there was a Splatfest recently, <laughs> which I lost. <laughs> I lost the Splatfest. Sounds like a Pornhub convention. Uh, yeah. Um, but like they, they make you like choose between like three different options uh-huh. of like things, you know? And then, uh, so you get to choose and then that's your color. And then you go and like battle other people of that different color. So like three options were vanilla, strawberry, and mint cheese chip ice cream like which is best which would you guys choose okay so what what was it vanilla strawberry or mint chocolate chip mint chocolate chip strawberry see i chose mint chocolate chip (laughs) i think you are in the by far the minority (laughs) vanilla knocked it out of the park apparently oh yeah yeah which i was really surprised i was like you bunch of white ass bread motherfuckers like so, so I don't know. I thought like mint chip was the best because you get two different flavors. Yeah. Vanilla was uh, just the bots. Yeah, <laughs> just right? all the bots. Right. And so I don't know. Anyways, um, that was fun, and I lost, and so I'm sad about that. But every few months, like three to six months or something, they have a splat fest, and I kind of get back into it and play a little bit there. Oh, but pretty cool. It's fun. Yeah. yeah, Splatoon's always been pretty fun. Um, but I think this is what we all wanted to be talking about yeah. here. Uh, is we've been building this Zelda, up Zelda, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, so, fuck you all. <laughs> First I didn't, off, I didn't say anything. <laughs> You've been talking shit. Uh, I haven't been. <laughs> no, I haven't. I've Anyways, been on my best behavior. What, 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 uh, why should people play it? It is a great game. Um, <laughs> no, like, it builds on Breath of the Wild and takes that and I think improves it in a lot of areas. Maybe you, in a couple areas, maybe it lets it down. But, like, Breath of the Wild was one of the, my games of the year along mm-hmm. with, like, Red Dead Redemption 2 mm-hmm. when that was around. I, um, feel, I feel like Breath of the Wild earned it. I, th- I, yeah. I feel like it um, deserves that spot. Is this a 10 out of 10 game? No. Maybe at the beginning I was so starstruck and dewy-eyed, and I was like, this game can do no wrong. Yeah. Just, everything about this was great. <laughs> like the first like 40 hours was maybe just like so much exploration, and mm-hmm. it was great. Like new mechanics, the fusion uh, things, like really enhance the weapons because that kind of was really i didn't like about breath of the wild was the the breaking of the weapons yeah the uh the durability stuff was really hard to get on board with but like after like being able to fuse weapons and stuff like that i was kind of on board with that and i like that and the being able to like build your machines and stuff was really fun but like it ended up really not being as applicable as I thought it was going to be. I didn't actually end up using the Zonai devices as much as I wanted. Um, Did you find it tedious? In some parts, it was really fun to figure out, like, what the developer wanted you to do and, like, their little games. I really like the little mini puzzle games Mm -hmm. and platformers and figuring out the mechanics and what they want you to do. And even sometimes being like, screw this, I'm going to break it and just Mm -hmm. do it my own way. (laughs) Like, that's kind of what I had to do in Breath of the Wild a couple of times, um, which I really thought was, you know, fun. But, yeah, like, the maneuvering around the map 
was a little bit tedious until you kind of like figure it out because somebody online built this hover bike and so it's just two fans and a, a stick and you're able to use that and it's you can auto build it for only like nine zonite so it's really cheap to build and it, you're, it allows you to maneuver anywhere you want and so you can pretty much get in and out of anything you want and being able to jump to the sky teleport to the sky and jump down and fly around and having the tower shoot you up yeah. and going down in the depths was really fun i really liked the depths a lot like the darkness and having to shoot the light and it's kind of creepy and they add they they take away your hearts if they attack you okay so it kind of like locks your hearts so you can't mm -hmm. like regenerate when you eat food oh interesting so like yeah. there's an extra beautiful mechanics yeah yeah and so like it was really great and it, they upped the power levels of the lower level enemies so i was still scared of you know the silver bokoblins and the moblins and stuff i was and the, the lionels are terrifying um so like that was that because in breath of the wild like i felt by the time i upped my armor and got my good weapons it was like screw you guys i can just clear out this little thing or I was just running around them. Like, yeah, I don't even need to, like, mess with these guys. Hmm. So, like, making that kind of fixed a couple of things. So it was really great in a lot of areas. But is it a 10 out of 10? No. Like, some of the Zonai devices, you try to build, like, a flight thing, and they disappear after, like, mm -hmm. 15 seconds or something. So, like, what is the point of getting all yeah. of these batteries yeah. and juicing yeah. up your batteries if your shit's going to disappear? Uh -huh. And I'm taking 15, 20 minutes building these in intense yeah. contraptions that you use that, that just the durability seconds. just yeah and, and so it's like it they give you this thing and take it away that, so quickly yeah. that it makes it not as fun because like that could the whole mechanics of that thing was just could be its own playground yeah if they just allowed you an area to build whatever you want and it you know whatever or like a like a little cottage that you can store the shit in yeah or know? something like i don't know like they kind of I kind of get it, so you can't like overpower and just like build an army of shit and like mm. just overpower the game. I kind of get it, but at the same time, it loses its like I'm wasting time. Yeah, <laughs> like just yeah. you know, it's like not fun. Like I tried to build some like death machines, like I saw on Reddit, which I really sucked at them. <laughs> but like the Lynels would just like stamp and like like exhale, and it would just like disappear, like blow my shit away, and it's like. I just spent like 15 minutes trying to build this thing that yeah. robot that can kill it and you killed it. And I was like, how? I don't know. So I don't know how the geniuses on Reddit are building these contraptions, but I can't do it and I'm not going to take the time to figure it out. So yeah. like that was kind of lost. Very on me. time consuming yeah. for, for those things. Now, I'd, so would you consider this your favorite game of the year? Um, yeah, I, I'd probably put it up there. Probably that with, Hogwarts Legacy, mm -hmm. that was really good. Mm -hmm. um, just because I've been waiting for a good, uh, you know, Harry Potter game for a long time. Yeah, like uh, yeah, you really know, I, I've never played a good Harry mm -hmm. Potter game, I guess. So that was refreshing for them to actually figure that out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely um, think both of those need to be in conversations about game of the year. Yeah. Um, you know, Jedi Survivor was good, but um. I just was kind of got tired of it. I'm more interested in the story than mm -hmm. actual gameplay in that game. Mm -hmm. I agree. So there. I don't know if I'm going to 
because I'm going to have to relearn how to do everything in that game again. I don't even remember the map or where oh, I was at dear. in the story. So I'm going to have to, like, I might just go watch the cinematics. Yeah, I'm, like halfway, yeah. I'm halfway through the game and I dropped yeah, it for Breath of the Wild. And you just watch the cinematics. And then I was like, I don't know if I want to learn how to play this game again. That's exactly what I should have done with uh, Devil May Cry 5. Just watch I, the cinematics yeah. and be done with yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'd say, were there any other good games that came, big AAA uh, games that I came out this year? Out, we need to do, uh, like, uh, a special video game game of the year contender episode at some point. I, I didn't print those out, but maybe, maybe we'll do the Ogie's V two with uh, with Dylan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be good. That'd yeah, be really good. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I the story was of Tears of the Kingdom was pretty good. I liked I liked the gloom and like the demon Ganon storyline and the time travel and stuff. Now that you finished the story, you think you'd go back to it, play some more? Um, I kind of went back and just tried to level up all of my like armor and stuff, mm. and I basically yeah exhausted all of my resources trying to up my lo- armor, and I was like, mm, I don't think I'm gonna just go go around farming anymore yeah. to do any of this. And I have like four or five side quests, and it's like, do I really care if this guy gets a big horse or whatever? Probably not. Yeah. So, like, I think I I played it right. Like, you don't 100% this game. Like, this is not a game that you go around 100%. I think you have fun doing the side quests that you want to do, and you find, you just explore and let that, just exploration and let the story and stuff take you where you want. Don't go around just trying to 100% everything on the map and blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. that's going to be tedious and exhausting and ruin the fun for you. You just need to let the storyline take you where it is and explore it while it's going, and that'll be. I think that's the magic. Of yeah, the game. I, I would have to agree because uh, when I started trying to do all of the pieces and parts, yeah, if you're trying to that, find a guidebook yeah. and hundred percent, I can see how that's going to wreck the fun of it yeah. for you. It's very much an explorative. Wow, what's in this cave? Yeah. Wow, what I've never seen what this is about, and then oh, I got this new piece of armor. Maybe I'll I, get the other two where like it takes you on a quest. In, in some ways, ignorance is bliss. I think in yeah. this game, and yeah. I think if anything, just having a this is what you do for the main story, which you don't even necessarily need because they mark that off pretty pretty well. Um, so yeah, so getting I got the guidebook. I waited for the guidebook, and I think it was a mistake. Yeah, because then I started doing all the little stuff, and the little stuff's not fun. No, it is not. Um, getting all the Korok seeds, yeah, like those, like getting the mechanics of getting the Korok to his friend and stuff, and figuring out how to oh, build God. machines to do that. I had fun for that for twenty times, yeah. and then I was like, "You can get fucked. Go crawl and get your ass over there yourself. I'll deal with only having eight shields. Uh-huh, yeah. I am not doing this yeah. for you again." And you know, and this guy's like, "Help! I can't hold up this sign." And it's like, "You work for a building company. Fucking hold up your own sign. Uh, you don't need my yeah. help. I'm kind of done with this." So like a lot of those like repetitive things, I was like, "Fun for the twenty yeah. 20 times of doing it but then you're like i'm on a quest you can get fucked i'm not gonna stop my horse right now just for you so um yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't know definitely. so yeah it's like do what you want to do but don't take it all like don't 100 percent complete yeah. this game or else you're gonna rip your goddamn hair out <laughs> yeah. so that's that's probably why i'll give it a nine out of ten that's yeah. see that even though i griped about it that's still what i would give it just because the mechanics were so beautiful mm-hmm. yeah um i 
at my big gripe is really, which I have with a lot of games, I, I felt like, um, and, and I, even though I had personal things that I didn't like about some of the stuff that were tedious, durability, that kind of thing, it, I felt like those were like personal dislikes where other people might not have a problem with it. But I felt like the one thing where I could say that it should have, that it's capable of having, but just chose not to, was not Link's voice acting, but everybody else's, where they kind of dropped the ball on the, right. the voice acting halfway through. And I think in 2023, m the major games that should be up for a game of the year, if they're telling a story, should have quality voice acting. Um. I, I kind of agree and disagree with you there. Um, the way that they did it in Tears of the Kingdom, all of the cutscenes and stuff had voice acting, yeah. um, and then like the regular stuff didn't. Right. And so they kind of did a mix mat like mishmash of that. Yeah, which and has been pretty traditional. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care for it. I think either do it or don't do it. And the voices that they chose for the characters really kind of grinded my gears. Mm. So I kind of wish they took it away altogether. And the cutscenes that they did, like with each character, like how you're getting their spirit, whatever, yeah. with you, whatever, like how you unlock the four different champions, it was all the same fucking story. Like yeah. it doesn't change between yeah. the... So like there's no reason to do it from their perspective every single time just to have it well yeah for those repeating things um I, but I, yeah I like i idea. could agree with you if they did it like in a borderlands way where yeah it was all scripted and you had different voice actors for the different characters but th the voice acting that they're doing in Zelda sucks. <laughs> and i, I hate the good voices. voice acting i mean yeah I, so yeah. like i just feel like it would just leave it alone, let it, let it be. And I I like the uh, yeah, it's good, it's good. Like just like, like the reaction sounds is kind of fun when they're like, you know, like oh, where'd you come from? And, like, I don't know. I just kind of like that with the dialogue at the bottom and reading it is just fine for me. So it always makes me laugh. So maybe the Mario movie will have uh, an audio track with just like those. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, oh yeah, I kind of, I would like it to be better, you know, just fix it one way or another, because yeah. right now it's not really working for me, so I kind of agree with you there. Like, Nintendo has so much money they could actually put in the effort and do it, yeah. and so, like, what you're saying is, like, they're cutting corners to be whatever, and, like, maybe it's their style, but maybe they should update their style for yes, the yeah, 2020. That, that's what yeah. I'm saying, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I kind of agree with you there. Yeah, after yeah. Final Fantasy sixteen after God of War Ragnarok, I just kind of feel like good voice acting is something AAA games should have. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, even now they're doing the mouthing with, like, Japanese and American accents over it, and it's like, the mouths don't even add up. Like, mm -hmm. you guys could do it. Oh, you would hate anime. <laughs> yeah, so, like, no, no, that's, that's part of the reason why I don't like it, is, like, arcane and yeah. stuff like that it works like whatever it's for english or whatever and i kind of like it but yeah, yeah trying to do that is rough for me like yeah. an old godzilla movie yeah well let, let's switch gears here and uh diablo uh i ain't, i haven't touched it yeah you haven't touched it i did dive into season one mm. and i played through the story which was basically uh 
a side mission, you know, one of the chained side missions like you would get in the main story. And that was fine, but once it got after that and I was just doing the 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 grind to yeah. get through the season and stuff, I quickly lost interest. Mm-hmm. Um, the the fun patch or the the uh. deleting the fun patch yeah. that they made. Yeah. Uh, it really didn't bother me, but then I was only playing like the introductory 30 levels, which is simple anyway. Yeah. So I didn't feel underpowered. Um, so I didn't get an experience with, uh, you know, how bad it would be at end game. But yeah, I didn't, I did enjoy that part of the season. Um, even though, man, they are not making any friends with, uh, the big deletion patch uh, and uh, the fact that their battle pass you can't even earn enough rewards to get even one cosmetic yeah that's that's kind of shitty because you can you can buy cosmetics in street fighter for like a buck two one or two bucks but the menus in street fighter is insanely terrible yeah so diablo has uh some growing pains to get through hopefully it'll get to be a good game Uh, right now eh, we'll see yeah uh should we head into video game news i should mention that i'm playing atelier riser 2 oh okay Really enjoying that game. Um, even though I enjoy it, I still have the same complaints where I have with a lot of JRPGs. Mm-hmm. Lack of uh, a good dub, you yeah. know, and you know those kind of things. Too much, too much text. Yeah, yeah. a lot of text. Uh, let's move into the news. Uh, Ubisoft Star Wars game has tediously handcrafted planets. Yeah, they aren't randomly generated. I know it looks so good. Yeah. Outlaws, Star yeah. Wars Outlaws. Oh man. Yeah. That looks so good. Nice. Let's see. Uh, J.K. Simmons is reprising his role for Omni-Man in Mortal Kombat 1. And it even kind oh, of okay. resembles him uh, from what I saw in the trailer. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, early looks at the new PlayStation, air quotes, Pro. handheld. Oh, no, the, oh, the handheld. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it looks garbage trash. It yeah. looks flimsy as shit. <laughs> good Lord, it looks terrible. Yeah, I'm, I'm really upset with Sony just making such a useless peripheral yeah i mean oh my god yeah maybe if streaming becomes a thing but right now it's just a, it literally is a wii u yeah. uh game controller nobody asked for that uh let's see the oh yeah i put the diablo 4 camp ch- campfire chat left me sad and empty uh, <laughs> early look at mech customization in armor core 6 looks in- incredible yeah the first reviews for armor core 6 have dropped mm-hmm. uh they're kind of mixed Basically, a lot of people are saying the combat is fun, but the environments are lacking. Yeah. Yeah, it, it seems a little typical for Armored Core. Uh, one thing that I really want to talk about, though, um, there are talks to add AI into video games, uh, NPCs, to create more authentic conversations. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, for a game like Sty- uh, Styrim, Skyrim yeah. or The Witcher... It would be insane. Like the possibilities would be endless. You could yeah. actually have a conversation with with an NPC on your mic. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you're finally awake. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, let's go get a room upstairs. Yeah. When you when you get this bucket off my head, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what do you guys feel about that? Like, what what else? Could, like, where would that fit? Is it just RPGs where that would fit? Or well, I mean, what about roguelikes? What about a yeah. AI dictating like roguelike design and so forth? That would be yeah insane. Um, Algorithms I mean, because could get messed up. I, I've had I've I've dealt with Chat GPT and it it will come up with plots and mm-hmm. you know I mean I I can throw a couple of things in there and it will develop a whole storyline. Yeah. So oh, I mean I I could I could see that yeah in like RPGs like our. You know, NPCs 
you know, if you have like an item that you need to get from somebody, like somebody could kill that NPC and take it. It's like yeah. you're like, whoa, whoa, you gotta like track down like a mystery of like, you know, where did that item go? And so like they could make their own storylines and stuff. That'd be yeah, cool. That'd games be cool could well. be like really unique. You know, your playthrough and my playthrough could be really different. Yeah. So yeah. you never know who has that item or things like that. Um, so yeah, instead of like, oh, I always go here and kill this guy to get that item and blah blah blah. Yeah, replayability would go. Yeah, so that's yeah. What, that's where I'm thinking it would be more fun. I don't know. Every like I would think for like a game like Skyrim, every single playthrough would be just tailor made for you for yeah. you. you well, know? they, they auto generate um, terrain, mm-hmm. auto generate quest items, auto generate bosses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, any other video game news? Um, well, I sent you guys that link of the um, fan made. Ocarina of Time on the Unreal Engine 5. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That looked pretty sick. I, I just watched a little bit of the YouTube video, and it looked gorgeous. And if they can replicate the same feeling in the controller and buttons and stuff, yeah. um, that looked, looked pretty sick. So Yeah, speaking of AI, I've looked at some of the Unreal Engine 5 AI just like graphics terrain yeah. where, where you can just in a moment's notice design and recreate huge swaths of map mm-hmm. i mean i have a feeling in the future map sizes and stuff well, are just, just the lighting be seems insane. insane the lighting seems crazy and what i've seen so far so i've never messed with that so i'm kind of looking to download that and see what it's all about and you know, like I said, but like Nintendo doesn't play around with their IPs. Yeah, so, yeah so don't, like that, don't, that shit's fucking. Yeah. I don't know how that guy's making a Patreon and thinking he's gonna fully. It kind of looked at the end of that article that he's done other games, but it's like, okay, well now you're getting into Zelda. Yeah, you done fucked up, kid. Yeah, like, <laughs> you done poked the bear too many times. Yeah. Just like uh, so, Disney. Yeah, yeah. you want to do that. Uh, lots of video game releases this week. Um, if you are interested, look on our, um, our notes page, and I'm going to have a lot of these listed. But I'm just going to talk about a couple of them. Uh, one, my game of the year for that first year of the PlayStation was uh, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, and it's yep. hitting PC finally. Oh, nice. So uh, if you haven't played Ratchet & Clank, I, I think everybody should. I think it was it's one of the few games, even though it's like almost two years old now, that I think really showed off the power of the PS5. Okay. So, anyway. Uh, and then, let's see, what about a new Double Dragon game? It's hitting this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that franchise has been out forever. Um, there is uh, an Expanse Telltale series game, which if you're mm-hmm. a fan of the Expanse, might be a cool one to pick up. Looks like it's a mm. prequel to the, the show. So lots of fun there. And then... Um, We've got a, a an interesting RPG, which is Sword and Fairy N Two, which looks like a casual running an inn kind of RPG, okay. coming coming out on all the the systems and stuff. But there there's ten other games that I didn't mention that are coming out for various systems and things that you might want to just take a look at. And then the big news is Baldur's Gate Three is coming up yeah. for the for the computer, which is huge. Yeah, that's big time, huge. Uh, let's see. Hop into other. Yep. Other geekly things. All right. So for other, I got Kevin Spacey was cleared of sexual assault charges in four cases in the UK courts. Um, so I'm not sure if he's completely out of the woods now or what, but I feel like I can start enjoying the movies with him in it again. Yeah. And not feeling too guilty. 
Uh, let's see. First Four Figures has a the Great Mighty Pooh statue from Conker's Bad Fur Day coming out, and I'm I'm strongly considering pre-ordering this one. Uh, it just it looks it looks crazy. Uh, Twitter is being rebranded as X. X. Maybe so dumb. Yeah, yeah. maybe <laughs> maybe I guess apparently uh, Meta has the what is it the uh, patents or the trademarks on on X. Really? Yes. I, um, I would almost be just like, oh, let him shoot himself in the foot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I think, think it was already... immediately hated by everyone who mm-hmm. yeah. saw it. <laughs> uh, Got to look at some of the X Men '97 upcoming toy line, and I'm going to try to get my hands on every single one that comes out because they look gorgeous. And I, I like... I'll probably just pick up Rogue. Yeah. Yeah. Rogue. Rogue yeah. does look. Is she thick? She thick. <laughs> um. But Bishop, I don't mind his change. Uh, apparently, he got the mullet taken away now and he's he's just got a more um took away the mullet yeah i know i at first i was a little sad because yeah. I, I feel like he worked good with the mullet but i know that's that's how they introduced him that, yeah. that's how he's supposed to be yeah from from back in i mean it's not 97 without the mullet no it isn't it isn't well mullets are making a comeback they are they are so, they are so really yes. oh my gosh i hate it oh my yes God. uh yeah yeah at least once a week, I see him. Well, really? Yeah. Sure. Oh wow! I thought those were gone. Uh, let's see. Casteify uh, released a crossover with Evangelion. Um, so I bought a sweet cell phone case and a badass charging dock that will be here in the future at some point. I don't know. Uh, I haven't got Evangelion. Yeah, that's your kryptonite right there. Yep. Uh, you got anything for other? Uh, Disney Lorcana is hitting. Uh, Local stores will be getting it August 18th. Um, this coming up next week, we're going. Everybody's going to get their first uh, look at it at um, Gen Con. Oh hell yeah! And then September 1st, they'd be hitting the big box stores. So um, I tell you, the the prices and the hype for this is is huge. The price, mm-hmm. the pre-sale prices and pre-orders. I even went to Rooks and their local store, and they said they're there's no way they're getting in enough boxes and stuff for the demand. Oh good lord. Yeah. So is it completely like sold out now, or? Uh, well, it hasn't even hit, so it's kind of hard to say it's sold it's out. It's gonna be like trying to get a PS Five on it Wednesday. It might be. Oh, it, great. it might. It might be hard to pick up, but I don't know how much because they're doing it in these different stages. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much is allocated for each of these things. So it might once it hits like Amazon and Target and Walmart, it yeah. might be easier. But I would say if you're interested at all in Disney's Lorcana, pick it up as soon as you see it on sale. Because it might not last long. Alright. Yeah, the, so Disney, at D23, this is how much hype is, is around this. At D23, they put together six, seven promo cards right. for it. Sold it for 50 bucks at D23. And now they're... 15000 Jesus Christ. Good Lord. Bonkers. We need yeah. to start going to D23. Yeah, really. Okay. Yeah. Uh, heading to rumors? Yeah. Alright, I only got a couple. I don't have any. Uh, we are going to see a healed Professor X in X-Men 97 in a relationship with Lalandra of mm-hmm. the Shi'ar Empire, and he will be sporting uh, Shi'ar armor. Yeah, that makes sense from the comic books that he pretty much goes off, does mm-hmm. get healed when he comes back. Um, so we still haven't done our deep dive into the comics to kind of see what storylines they might be doing in 97 that they kind of gone through already and what's coming up. But... Um, it is an interesting time in the X-Men history after he leaves. So we're looking at around... I think they just finished with, like, Fatal Attractions in the... Or Executioner's Song. Is that where they ended up in the... I, I want to say... In the 
TV show? I want to say so. Yeah, so definitely... Um, oh, you got the with, no, they did the Age of Apocalypse. No, not in the... They didn't? Not in the cartoon. Not the cartoon? Oh, okay. I think they... they uh, Days of the Future Past, but I didn't. I don't remember them doing. Yeah, the, Days of the Future Past was real early on. That was in the early '80s. Okay. God, man, there's so much that they got to do. If they do an Age of Apocalypse season, whew, oh yeah, whew, that'd be cool. Oh, uh, they might. Did they? I don't think they really did a deep dive into it. I don't know. Mm. I'll have to rewatch it. I got to rewatch it with the little one anyway. Yeah. So I, yeah. I got an excuse. Uh, so are you guys up for a potential Marvels? Uh, spoiler? Sure. Sure, yeah. Okay. So, apparently a Funko Pop was released, or a preview of one, where Carol Danvers goes, like, has, has she looks like she goes Super Saiyan. Okay. So, apparently we're going to get a part in the movie where... Uh, she turns into binary. Yeah, yeah. She she yeah. goes she goes apeshit hmm. uh, towards the end. Yeah, that's one of my favorite X-Men covers, is her binary cover. Captain Marvel? Yeah. She was in the X-Men? Uh, that's... Because of the whole Rogue tie-in? Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, because her and Rogue go way back. Yeah. Yeah, they do. All yeah. right. But yeah, I, I, don't, I don't even know what that form is, and I've been trying not to look at it because I want to be surprised in the theaters. Oh, you don't want me to show you the comic book? Well, now I do. A okay. little bit. Uh, we'll wait till there. We're, we're going to have some class after uh, after the podcast is over here. Yep, class is in session. So, uh, this is Ogre. Yeah. Ogre's Geekly Review, episode 49. Dylan, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah, I'm excited for all that, all that horrible <laughs> stuff that's coming out. Um, got a lot of good reviews on that. The Marvels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>